the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Lan Hee Chen, the David and Diane Steffi Fellow at the Hoover Institution, longtime friend and guest fellow member of the Salem Media Editorial Board. Good morning, Lan Hee. How are you? Hey, Hugh. Good morning. Congratulations on the Browns. I know. We're in the playoffs for the first time in 18 years. I wanted to devote the whole show to it, but there is this election tomorrow. You're a policy guy, Lan Hee. In terms of the policies the United States will adopt or not adopt, how important are those races tomorrow in Georgia? Oh, they're absolutely, uh, you know, if they're, they're important, their importance is unparalleled. I mean, if you think about the scope of policy change potentially over the next couple of years, I mean, you look at health care policy, energy policy, financial regulatory policy, tax policy, uh, the direction the country goes in. If you have a Biden presidency plus a Democratic House and a Democratic Senate is radically different from if you have Republicans in control of the Senate able to provide that emergency break that check to make sure we do not go too far in a progressive direction. It is extremely important, and not just with respect to policy view. Also, if you think about appointments, if you think about the kinds of people that end up in the judiciary, the kinds of people that end up in the executive branch, the Senate plays a crucial role in ensuring that there is some check on the far progressive left. And you have to have that. You just have to have that given that we will have a Democratic president uh, in, in just a few weeks here. So these elections in Georgia are crucial. Now, President-elect Biden is going to be given a list of judges by the senators of his party and by his staff. And whether or not Mitch McConnell controls the floor will figure, I believe, dramatically in who he selects from that list. Do you agree with me? Oh, yeah, 100 percent. I mean, look, it, it, the legacy of the last couple of years uh, of the of the Senate's activity on judges, I, I think we're going to be talking about for generations to come. I mean, it's absolutely incredible what Mitch McConnell did to ensure that this was the focus, regardless of all the noise in Washington, all the political distractions. Mitch McConnell's focus has been ensuring the federal judiciary uh, is filled with judges who respect the rule of law. Going forward, it's going to be absolutely significant for Mitch McConnell to continue to have control of the floor to ensure that the judges that come through, look, these are not going to be judges that would be appointed necessarily by someone like President Trump. But hopefully with a Republican Senate, you will see judges who at least have uh, some modicum of respect for things like the rule of law, things like ensuring that, uh, that they don't go too far. Mitch McConnell is going to be the key to that, which is why Republican control of the Senate, these Georgia Senate races are absolutely key. And so if David Perdue or Kelly Leffler, and preferably both of them win, we can count on judges coming from the Democratic side who are, if not in agreement with Lonnie Chen and I about how a ruling ought to be done, will follow known procedures and will not be results driven. Lonnie, let's talk about defense first, because I believe national security implications of these two 
votes are extraordinary. I don't think people even begin to grasp how important these two seats are for protecting the United States. Uh, how would you articulate that? Well, there's a few factors. First of all, there is the question of what the priorities of the Senate will be. And given Republican control over the last couple of years, what we have seen, for example, is a much more significant push to hold China accountable to ensure that people understand all of the malign actions that China has taken and will continue to take, you know, frankly, in their in their quest to continue to, to, to be a more and more significant player on the world stage. That is something that the Republican Senate has helped bring to light. That will continue to be an important factor if the Republican Senate uh, remains a reality. On defense, you have finally in the Republican-controlled Senate, you have in the Senate a conversation about the value and the importance uh, of more significant investment in our military, of a more significant investment in technology, as well as in the right approach when it comes to our Navy, to our Army, to our Air Force. These are the sorts of things that you, that you have with a Republican Senate that you would not have had if you had control falling to the other side. So it's not just about the actual things the Senate does. It's about agenda control. And what are the things the Senate is talking about? And these are the kinds of factors that with Republican control you will have with the victory of Kelly Leffler, David Perdue, hopefully both of them, as you say, but just one of them wins. You have the Republicans controlling the Senate. You will ensure that the national security conversation remains headed in the right direction coming out of the Congress. Now, Senator Perdue in particular is a member of the uh, Senate Armed Services Committee and on the Sea Power Subcommittee, which he chairs. And I'm going to have Jerry Hendricks on at the bottom of the hour. Captain Hendricks has just written a new book to provide and maintain a Navy, which says, you know, we got to get to 355 and it's got to be a particular ship mix. Georgia's a pretty military state. So I think the military vote will favor Purdue and Leffler decidedly. But how important is it that just the top line spending number not be dramatically cut as it was under President Obama? And, and there it went beyond even the Gates budget. Yeah, that, that is going to be significant. And, and here again, it is important because if you don't have uh, a Republican-controlled Senate, it is going to be very easy to sweep a lot of this under the rug. And this is what we saw during the Obama era for people to come out and essentially poo-poo the notion that you had to pay attention to how much we were investing and how much we were spending. You know, you'll recall, for example, the quip that President Obama had about uh, during the debates with Mitt Romney in 2012 when he was making fun of the notion that the number of ships mattered, that the investment we were making in the U.S. Navy and the U.S. military mattered. All of that sort of stuff, all of that kind of mindset begins to creep back in if you don't have a Senate keeping uh, those thoughts in check, quite frankly. And so this sort of conversation that we're having now, Hugh, that we're having because the last couple of years we have invested more in our military, we have invested more in the Navy, we have made these dramatic investments because of the leadership of people like Robert O'Brien, like Mike Pompeo. Uh, these sorts of conversations, look, we can't expect the same kinds of conversations to be happening given it's going to be a different administration. But having a Republican Senate just ensures that you've got people that are keeping an eye on things and minding the store. Because without that, uh, you know, we could potentially be headed for a situation where those who believe that not investing in our military, not having the most modern technology, those forces are again ascending. And I don't want to see that. So my last question, Lonnie Chen, divided government ensures oversight because you have some Senate committees digging in where digging in is necessary. 
It also assures that in places like healthcare, which was the first thing you mentioned, and immigration policy, the moderate choice becomes the choice that is necessary when it comes to reform, even on something like a budget resolution, even on something that simple. And the Congressional Review Act cannot be invoked to repeal Trumpian era regulation. It matters up and down the line. Yeah, healthcare is a is a big one. I mean, this is an area where we're talking about the difference between moving toward a government-run single-payer healthcare. Which, look, let, let's just be be very frank about this. The progressive left has made clear that is their intention to move towards single-payer government-run healthcare, public option-style proposals move us in that direction. Having a Republican Senate ensures that that movement just doesn't happen. It can't happen. On regulation, this is key. We've done a ton of deregulation over the last couple of years to free up the economy, to get the economy growing. If you have a Democratic-controlled Senate with a Democratic-controlled House, a lot of that deregulatory activity coming out of the Trump administration the last couple of years, that can be overturned. The stakes are extremely high when you think about these domestic policy areas, and people need to recognize this is more than just about two, two seats in Georgia. This really is, as, as these Democrats are saying, this really is about the future of our country and ensuring that the policy direction continues to move in, in, in the right direction rather than the wrong one. And, and people forget when Donald Trump won and there was unified government, the Congressional Review Act kicked in and we threw out so many rules yeah. of the Obama administration. If they have they can go back for, I, I believe, a year of legislative days and just repeal regulations left and right by simple majority vote, Lonnie. Well, right, that's right. I mean, the Congressional Review Act is an extremely powerful tool. Republicans used it to their advantage to ensure that some of that regulatory overreach from the Obama administration toward the end was addressed. And the tables can be turned. Look, if Democrats have control of the Senate and the House, they can do the same thing to Trump efforts to deregulate. So you have that going in the opposite direction. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today.